Yo, what is up, everybody? What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? As you can see, it is three of us out here. So we're going cover three. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to look like the Legion of Boom, baby. Eric's favorite team, the Seattle Seahawks. Pete, Pete Carroll, baby, all day long, 24-7, 365. There's a lot from the pit of hell. Three, three, six, 366 leap year. Anyway, I am uh, one quarter of a host brandon williams the one they call the nfl encyclopedia the man next to me who's in the middle coming straight out of screw city h-town old school run and shoot city pando eric wright what's up man uh i'm thrilled to be back uh i had a bout with COVID last week uh you was here last week oh week for last excuse me yeah uh, no see See, that's yeah. a, see, I don't remember. See, COVID, that's what it do. It mess up you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a 49ers fan. There you go. All right, watch your mouth. All right, watch your mouth. Uh, but, yeah, they basically, I don't even remember what the hell. Oh, see, uh, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. And anyway, at the end, on the other side of this knucklehead, is the quarterback, the man who makes this whole thing go. Like a well oil machine. Trish TV, man, what's up? Man, good to be on the show. Um, you know, my uh, my daughter's feeling a lot better, so that means she's going to sleep a little easier, ah. uh, which means I should be back on the show a little more often now. So thank God for that. Um, excited about to get into it. You know, uh, you know, some place started mini camp, so um I'm just I'm just excited, man. I'm excited to be on. All right now. All right, so um gentlemen. Um, a couple of things have happened uh, while um, since the last time we've been on on Wednesday, and we are also going to talk about um, some um, AFC South predictions. So let's jump into it. Um, the first one is Romeo Cronell, seventy four years old, turned seventy five in about eleven days, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he is retired from the NFL after coaching for a grand total of 50 years, whether it's, you know, high school, college, professional, whatever. But um, he has uh, finally, hung up, finally hung him up. He was a special teams coach one time for the Giants. Um, he's also been on the defensive side for the New York Giants, as well as the New England Patriots. He's been the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, and he's been on the defensive staff for the Houston Texans. Um, Eric, let's start with you regarding Romeo Cornell. I think Romeo Cornell um, is going to go down as probably one of the more underrated uh, coaches um, because 
they're only a lot of times people only remember what you do as a um as a head coach, but quietly this man was one of the best um defensive coordinators of his generation. Definitely. And he doesn't get enough credit for that and probably still won't, you know. Um and, and it's shame, it's a shame, but he had a, a heck of a career. <clears throat> and um, you know, he know how to he know when to shut it down. Cause you know, you got some folks just hold on and hold on and hold on and don't want to let go. And he like, hey man, I'm gonna go to the house. You know, it's like I didn't did everything I could do. I was working in Houston, that says enough. But uh you know, he did what he had to do, man, and and hope he enjoys many, many years after his retirement. Enjoy his kids, his grandkids, so on and so forth like that. But I, the one thing I would have to say the most about this man is the fact that he was a, he was a, a defensive genius and did does not and probably will never get the credit he deserves. And you know what? Um, it's sad um, when you say that, and I'm going to let Tristan jump in in a minute. Um, it's sad that you say that because he has five Super Bowl rings, two with the Giants, three with the New England Patriots. Um, he helped coach um, the Big Blue Wrecking Crew, uh, led by Lawrence Taylor, Carl Banks, and Pepper Johnson. Then um, I believe he was on the Patriots staff when they lost the Super Bowl to the um, Packers. And he was on the Patriots staff when they won those three Super Bowls. And he coached uh, Brewski, Raybro, McGinnis, um, Todd Warren, Ted Washington, guys like that. Um, Tristan, what are your thoughts, man? Man, um, you know, I'm 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 with Eric on this one. I I, I think he just didn't get the enough uh, respect um, that he should have. Um, especially in today's age where we um, we are trying to rally and champion um, black coaches um, in the NFL. And he is one that um, had such a, you know, amazing tenure um, as a coach in the, in the NFL. Um, his defensive schemes are – you you see you see them kind of trickle down now as you see how they how uh, different defense coordinators kind of emulate and put things together in their packages based on Romeo Cornell. Um, when we talk about you know the Marvin Lewis's and the uh, the my bad guys, when we talk about the Marvin Lewis's and the uh, Bill Belichick's and you know all these guys, I think Romeo Cornell is a name that deserves to be right there in that um, echelon as Absolutely. far as great defensive yeah. minds. Um, and I'm hope I'm hoping, it's unfortunate, but I'm hoping that because he's retiring, it gives people a chance to reflect and realize how amazing and how brilliant of a defensive mind um, that he is. But I do, I do hope he enjoys his retirement well-deserved. And um, yeah, I just really, I really hope we, that you know he gets an opportunity for for them to really appreciate the kind of mind that he was. Though some of those I, I think about some of the um I think about some of the 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 when you think about the Giants teams that won the Super Bowl with him as a defensive mind. Um when you think about those Patriots Super Bowls um early on 
it's his defensive brain. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I would just hope he gets his flowers um, while he's still, you know, alive and well and, and able to enjoy his retirement. Well, um, let's, I mean, I mean, I mean, we can dive into the um, five quick, I mean, five Super Bowls real quick. Um, don't have to dive deep into all of them, but just, you know, um, talk a little bit about each. Um, the first one, the 86 one, when it beat the Broncos, you beat Hall of Fame quarterback John Elway. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second one, you beat the Giants, um, that K gun offense led by um, Jim Kelly. I was about, mm-hmm. to, about, to, about to say the wrong Kelly. Um, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was about to say, wait, oh, what? I, I said, Jim. I said, Jim. Not, not, not Chip. Jim. I, 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 I got you. I got you. Almost, almost said the wrong one. Um, the but first talking about no, you talking about you talking about the Buffalo Bills. You said right, you, right. you said you beat the Giants. Oh, sorry. Thank, thanks for correcting me. Um, yes, they beat the Buffalo Bills and the K Gun offense led by um, Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Andre Reid, and those guys. Um, the New England Patriots. The first Super Bowl you won, you beat the greatest show on turf. You beat the greatest show on turf when almost no one had an answer for them. Okay. You beat the uh, Carolina Panthers that had Stephen Davis at running back and Steve Smith at wide receiver. And you beat the Philadelphia Eagles that had Donovan McNabb at quarterback, excuse me, and Terrell Owens at wide receiver. Um, does anybody want to add to that? Don't forget that Panthers team also had um, Deshaun yeah, um, yeah. yeah, Foster. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, who was yeah. like the Alvin Kamara before Alvin Kamara? Yeah, that's true too. And they had yeah. Muslim Muhammad wide receiver. That was a yeah. that was a squad. Yeah, it was. It was. And so, so what I'm saying is, you beat all these great offenses to yeah. win the Super Bowl. Yeah, Eric. I think you had something to say. Sorry. No, I was just saying you, you could talk about the Super Bowls, but I mean, even in the years where he was on a staff that did not win the Super Bowl, you go back and check the stats. They still usually were a top 10 defense, even on those yeah. those teams that did not win a championship. They were still yeah. extremely good defenses. Yes. So, you know, it's like like this, he, he's underrated. If I if you had to say one word about Romeo Cornell's career, it would be one word underrated. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's extremely underrated. For sure. But, uh, I definitely agree. Yeah. All right. So, so uh go ahead. No, go ahead, move on. We can move on. No, we got no, 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 I was gonna say, um, so congratulations to Romeo Cornell. Um, the one guy he didn't um get a chance to coach because it never crossed paths. And the gentleman who got um, his contract restructured to a degree, but it's not to take less money, it's to gain more money. It's Rams um, star defensive tackle Aaron Donald out of um, University of Pittsburgh. Um, Eric's second favorite player of all time behind Joe Montana. Oh, I'm sorry, third behind Joe. That's a lot from the hell. That's a lot from the pit of hell. Behind Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. Oh, um, I'm, I'm sorry. You missed me with the BS. I'm, I, 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 Woo! <laughs> the wild back there, but yeah, you miss me. You can miss me with that. Okay, I'm sorry. You're fourth behind Steve Young too. I'm sorry. Oh, there it is again. Oh boy, I'm fat, man. You know I was a dodgeball champion in, in school. <laughs> you miss me with the BS. 
<laughs> so um anyway um aaron donald i've got a new contract extension um well not extension but just a new contract um so he will not so he won't be retiring um me personally i believe he plays two more years maybe three but i think it's gonna be more so two years and i think this uh rams team is built for two years um trish, I, don't, I don't think it's built for that but go ahead go ahead Tristan. Uh, Tristan, go ahead uh, Aaron Donald deserves to get his money. You look at this. You look at his credentials. Um, defensive Rookie of the Year, All Pro, All Pro, All Pro. He is the best defensive lineman in football. I'm not gonna take that from. Yeah, him. I mean, two two time unanimous All Pro selections, three time Defensive Player of the Year, arguably could have been the Super Bowl MVP. He deserved his money. He he um, he cashed in at the right time. Sure did. And um, because he molded retirement, I mean, he knew what he was doing. He molded retirement. And, you know, the Rams are like, look, we don't want you to retire. We want to see if we can try to get this thing going again. So, you know, he deserves his money. He's the best defensive player in football. There's there's not I – don't, I don't think I can put another defender above him. I wouldn't say the best defender, but I would say he's arguably one of the best defenders. He, I wouldn't say he's the I would um, definitely say he's the best defensive lineman. Here's the reason why I say he's the best defender. Because when I look at other defensive and it's it's not to take a shot at the other defensive players in the league. What I'm saying is that he is so far above any other defensive lineman at his position than any other defender at their position. Like you can't say Jalen Ramsey is as far from the cornerback position the way Aaron Donald is at his D-type position. You can't I don't say- go I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but I don't even believe Jalen Ramsey is the best corner in the league. I but that's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't want to get into that. Cause that we need to cover that when we cover that, that division, but- Right, and, um, I, and I feel you on that, but that's, but that's what I'm saying. There's an, undisputed understanding that he is far in between the best defensive lineman in football. So for me, that that puts me for him as being the best defensive player because his gap is so wide. When you talk about his ability as far as going up and down the line, strength for strength, speed for speed, his, his gap is so far from the next best defensive tackle that you could think of or the best, the next best defensive lineman that you could think of. That's why I put him at the top as far as the best defensive player. You can name a great defender on any other position, but someone's going to come to you with an argument about another person in that same position. Yeah, There's because, no one that can give you a solid argument to go against Aaron Donald. And and that's true because if, if you say edge defender, you're looking at Miles Garrett and TJ Watt off the break. Um. And, His and versatility it, makes him one of the best because he can go and play the edge or he can play interior and, and excel at both. And excel at both. That being said, he deserves the money he's getting. And, uh, and again, don't want to get off into a tangent, but that's going to come back and bite the Rams in their butt later. And I'll explain that when we cover the NS, NFC West. But That's fine. Uh, but he deserves his money. No, no. Yeah, he he definitely, definitely coming on somebody, man, you crazy here enough. I ain't say that, okay. In fact, I, like I think he's one of the uh, now probably he's what I would refer to as a transcendent player 
Like mm-hmm. years after he's retired, they still gonna be talking about him. Mm-hmm. But he he still need to learn who Debo Samuel is. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> we are beginning our series where we are covering uh, the eight divisions of football uh, in the NFL. We're doing a division a week, and tonight is the AFC South. <clears throat> we'll be in discussion talking about the four teams in the AFC South and. Who do we think uh, will win a division? Who do we think will make the playoffs out of that division? And why? Uh, we typically aren't going to delve too much into record predictions uh, because we all know any given Sunday, you know, a team could win a game that they're not supposed to win or lose a game they're supposed to easily win. Detroit. But, yeah, so we're not going to do that. Uh, record predictions – can really put you out there. In our opinion, we feel like they can put you out there and really make you look dumb. Uh, like, uh, just prime example, there was some guy on the NFL Network uh, a couple of years ago that said the Niners were going to go 3-13, three and, three and, and then they turned around and, like, went to Super Bowl that year. So, you know, stuff like that. So, we're not, we, we not putting ourselves out there like that. Now, we will predict a division winner, and we'll all have different takes probably, maybe. Uh, and then we'll also predict what our uh, what our probably our sleeper team in that division is and why. So uh, this is my take on, and I'm just going to list it from who I think uh, in the AFC South from four to one. I have the Jaguars okay. at fourth, finishing fourth. Okay. I have so the my, Texans my, finishing third. Okay, so mine's is different. I have the Titans finishing second but still making the playoffs okay and i have the colts winning the division okay all right and what we can do is tristan or brandon you give your takes and then we'll discuss why we feel the way we feel if especially if we have a different division uh winner okay and go Tristan, you want me to go next yeah you go ahead all right so um eric the only difference i have with you is flipping jacksonville and houston um i have um, the Colts, no, no, wait a minute, what am I looking at? From bottom to top? Wait a minute, wait a minute, who, who, did, you, who did you have in fourth? Jacksonville. Okay, so I had Houston in fourth, I had Jacksonville in third, I have Tennessee in second, I have um the Colts in first. Tristan? I got Jacksonville fourth, I got Houston third, Titans second, and the Colts first. Okay, so okay. me and Tristan had the exact same prediction. Yes. We had the exact um, Okay, so let me um, – and, and, and it's not to really argue, um, <clears throat> you know, these two bottom teams. Um, right. I just feel like Jacksonville – now, they do have a new head coach and uh, Doug Peterson. So that's that's development. And Houston has a new coach. Love well, that's it. true, too. Okay. Um but I like Jacksonville's death on the edge. They have uh Kalevon Chase on, they added Arden Key in free agency. Um, they have Josh Island and they drafted uh Travon Walker. Travon Walker, yep. who I, I think shouldn't have been number one, but that's all the discussion. So um they have they have death um on the edge. My only problem with Jacksonville is, I mean, I like the, I mean, I like some of the receivers, but they don't have like a true number one, and that's my issue. That's why I put them my fourth. That's but, my issue. But, but 
um, Doug Peterson is bank is banking on his offensive system working. So um, we'll see what happens. I just like I like Jacksonville's roster just a little bit more than Houston, just a little bit. Okay. Now the reason why I have Lovey Lovey Smith and them finishing third because they still got a long way to go. But I have the beat now Jacksonville just because of the 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 the, the mind of Lovey Smith as as a defensive head coach. Um, you have a guy who basically like another Romeo Cornell. You know, basically he's an underrated defensive coordinator, and less. I know nobody really paid attention to Houston last year, but Houston was playing some very inspired defense last year already. The defense was not bad. And now you got Lovey Smith at the helm, who's probably going to be the defense. He'll be defense coordinator, even though they have a defense coordinator uh, on staff. <laughs> you know how that is. <clears throat> you know, the final say on uh, defense. So um, do are they going to, like, threaten? No. Uh, but are they gonna win some? Possibly win some games that they people have them slated to lose. I think so. So I have Houston finishing third. Now Jacksonville and Houston will not make the playoffs. Neither. No, one. not at all. But uh, I, I still think Houston can finish third in this division. Um, and I then I, I will say this real quick. Real quick. Um, I like Houston's um offensive coordinator Pep Hamilton. Um. He's going to help continue the development of uh, Davis Mills at quarterback. And Davis Mills is vastly underrated. Yeah. Because, again, nobody was paying attention to Houston this year unless you lived out here. And it's like, hey, they got some good stuff going on, and nobody's really paying attention to it. I was paying attention because I was mad we didn't draft Davis Mills. Yeah, (laughs) Davis Mills is a solid – he's a solid player. Yes. He's a a game manager that can sting you a couple of times a game. He's not gonna bomb you out all all game long like a Josh Allen or a or a, a Pat Mahomes, but he got one or two in his back pocket that he'll put out there. He's like, whoa, where did that come from? Right. Um. So he's a solid quarterback. If they can keep him upright, hey, he can make some hay. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, the Titans, I got them coming coming on down. Yes. Because I'm sorry, losing AJ Brown is huge. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think the wide receiver court definitely took a step back. Um, and I understand them drafting uh, the kid out of your Arkansas. He has the same skill set as AJ Brown, Traylon um, Burks. Traylon Burks, but he's a rookie. And yeah. you asking him, you asking that rookie to come in and be the alpha dog to be Batman his for rookie season, mm-hmm. and that I, that doesn't sit well with me. So they're gonna have some struggles. And let's go ahead and and let's call a spade a spade. Ryan Tannehill and Davis Mills are pretty much the same quarterback. Dare I say it, Davis Mills might eventually be better than Ryan Tannehill. If okay, if Pep Hamilton continues to develop Davis Mills, I, I will definitely agree with you on that one. Um, Tannehill threw three interceptions in that playoff loss to Cincinnati, which really cost him that game. Um, I think with that wide receiver core and losing AJ Brown, teams are just going to straight up load the box on um, Derrick Henry, man. You talking exactly. about you talking about seven, eight, nine guys in the box? Oh, that they right. You, completely, fact, you completely understand my rationale of why matter, I made those. Matter of fact, ma- matter of fact, matter of fact, if I was defensive coordinator, you know what I would do? I would go so old school. I would pull out the old Chicago Bears Bear Front defense forty six. And, and to be 
on that, on that honest, Titans offense? To be honest, um, I honestly would. I would be on um, on watch for um, uh, y'all know who I'm talking about. I'd be on watch for the kid. Um, oh, you talking about the rookie? Yeah, not the receiver. Uh, why is yeah, I, I know you're talking right about now? the quarterback. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh, um, uh, Pat, not Patrick Willis. Um, Malik. Malik Willis. Malik thank you. Willis. Yeah, I, 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 I had the last name. I don't know why his name was coming out of my mind, but I would, I would be on watch because you need, you need your quarterback to be dynamic enough to threaten them, um, off, so, to offset Derrick Henry and so, so Ryan Taylor, now Ryan Taylor ain't no slouch as an athlete. No, but he ain't he ain't that kid. So no. I want to ask you a question with that with that thought process process that pathway you're going down. Do you think Ryan Tannehill has a short lease this season? No, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Because okay, 17 games in the season, he cannot lose five, six, seven games somewhere in that range early. Ain't, ain't, ain't this the last year on his con on his on the contract that they the extension that they gave him? Hold on. It, this is either the last one or the year or one year he has one year left on it after this season. Like, so he's on he's on he's on a very short leash. He's on watch. You're not going to listen. Your team's not going to draft a quarterback in that round if they don't need one. If they're not looking to be interested in one, that's true. It's just it's just not going to happen. They're okay. going to wait until the fifth, sixth round. Um, you know, maybe sign an undrafted free agent, whatever. If you, if you, you know, just need a backup, you're not doing. You're not going between the third, first, and third round pick on a quarterback unless your team is like, huh, oh, yeah, no, 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 like. Yeah, that's a replacement. Well, well, well my, and my thing with Tennessee is this too. Um, and to answer your question about Tannehill, they can um, get out of his contract after this season um, and take eighteen million dollar hit. AJ Brown is gone. Tannehill is uh, probably gone after the season anyway. Mm-hmm. That leaves you with Derrick Henry, who's only going to get older running back, and there's no need to really keep him around too much longer. And his you, style, his style of play, is not conducive to long term. No, but, no, no, no. but he hasn't taken a whole, he hasn't taken a lot of hits. Okay, he's so just, uh, he, he don't take them; he give them. So right. he's, he's, uh, he's now, give more than than dish them. I mean, now, take him. now Trisha. To your point, to you, to your uh, credit, and he was sharing carries for the first couple years of his career. Yeah, because he was sharing carries with Demarco Murray and then Deion Lewis. Um, but still, it's like he's still twenty eight, and eventually, it, it's, it's just going to sh- uh, shut down. Um, but when's eventually? Because I don't see it shutting down. Well, I mean, the, the average running back starts slowing down right before thirty. That's I say. I, I said that's I, when we start I say, seeing. I say, is, he I, known, is he more known for his speed or is he more known for his power? I say, I say, yeah, I, I, can, I mean, a little bit of both. I mean, we've seen him bust through the line and then. Came I know he can run him. away, but he's known to put a stiff arm on somebody and send him in, send him to Hades to the all shadow I'm realm. Is, all <laughs> I'm the, saying is to the shadow realm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really worry about him till maybe he's like 31, 32. I wouldn't give him that long. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting on two to three years. Yeah, I, I, he's 28, 30. I say 30. I think 31 is I like where, 31. where where Tennessee's going to have to start saying, okay, look, we need to make a decision. Because and But if they smart, they're going to draft. Didn't they draft the running back? Didn't they draft somebody? I believe so. Um, to spell him? they. I, I remember that was a conversation to spell him a little bit. 
Tennessee, um, I, I, I think the future is almost starting now, man. Hassan Haskins, Dontrell Hilliard. They, um, they brought in Trenton Cannon, but he's a return specialist. So, yeah. So, so, so they did draft running back, but, but he's a return specialist. No, 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 no. Hassan Haskins from Michigan. I was just saying. And then uh, Dontrell Hilliard from uh, – I'm sorry, they brought him over from Cleveland. Uh, and then Trenton Cannon was brought over uh, – <laughs> Trenton Cannon is the return specialist. Okay, so yeah, um, Haskins was drafted in round four. That's who you're talking about. Um, Wait, he's going to spell him a bit. He's going to spell him a little bit. I'm I, you. I, um, Trisha, I get, I, 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 I get him, man. But Todd Gurley, David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott, he ain't, um, he ain't that. Todd Gurley was ran into the dirt because he caught and they they threw the ball at him. They ran the ball at him. And he got ran into the dirt. And he had knee, he had chronic knee injuries coming into coming into the NFL. And that is and true. That's true. In this yeah, scenario, I'm kind of in the middle on this one because <clears throat> I don't think he's gonna wear down as fast as Brandon says, but I don't think he's gonna last as long as Tristan says. I'm I'm kind of in the middle on this one. So I'm gonna give him to about 30 before I give him 31. Yeah. Where he's not where he's not a feature back. I'm not saying he because I'm not even gonna say that he ain't gonna be useful. But he might—he just might not be a feature back by then. The question is: I've already said what I've had to say about Tennessee. What do y'all think? Is it are the Tennessee Titans a playoff team this year? No, no. Because okay, so because only because one playoff team out of this division. Because because yeah. the AFC is so it's too loaded. It's that. loaded. Yeah, too loaded. I agree. It's that. I'm I'm giving them I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, but. You know, as we start going through these different teams, these different divisions, you know, I don't want to backtrack, but what you guys are saying is making a lot of sense because I I looked at it from a whole – I didn't look at it from a holistic AFC point of view. I looked at it from a division point of view. Right. And you're absolutely right because there are too many dog teams in the AFC. That's the strongest conference this year coming. The West alone yeah. could fool around and have all four teams in the playoffs. The West. <laughs> Hey, 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 it's you told, possible. hey, and you told no lies. Nice. Yeah. And, 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 and the AFC North, depending on Deshaun Watson, right. they they they're gonna be <laughs> as well. Yeah. AKA Pootie Tang. Yeah. And oh then God. um oh my god. Y'all say I'm the controversial. Wow. So so um yeah, the, the AFC is just way too low to my um I just don't believe in Tennessee enough against the AFC West against um, Baltimore, Cincinnati, potentially Cleveland. We'll see what happens. Right. Buffalo. And I just have the Indianapolis Colts win the division. That's why they're in the playoffs. Now, since we – that was a good segue, Brandon. Let's talk about – how I think all three of us picked to be the division winner of this division and the Indianapolis Colts and why I think they're going to run away with this division. Oh, easily. Yeah. Col- now, um, Coach me personally. Coach quarterback defense. Yeah. I mean – Personally, it has a lot to do with what Indianapolis has, but yeah. it has a lot to do with what the other teams don't have. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yep. it's a combination of both those things. And, um, you know, Matt Ryan still got a little gas in the tank. As long as you can keep him upright and give him some targets, he can he can clown you. Mm-hmm. You got to keep him upright and you got to give him targets. And if he has that, not to mention you got uh, Jonathan Taylor, who 
could easily get uh two bill two uh two stacks mm-hmm. uh if he wants to, you know. If he really put his mind to it, I think he could be a two a two stack back. So um, you know, uh that defense has been playing lights out and it's only getting better. Uh so I mean it's kind of a no-brainer. Like I'm pretty sure when people saw us put it up on the our Facebook page and everything. We're gonna talk to AFC South. I'm pretty sure everybody who knows football looked at that and was like, "They all they do finna do is talk about how Indy finna run away with the the the, uh, <laughs> the division." Yeah, yeah, they yeah. gonna they, they gonna uh, separate from Tennessee by four games minimum. So yeah, I think I still I think the Colts are gonna get double digits. I think Tennessee is just gonna just gonna miss the playoffs. Uh, they'll be like that, 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 that eight and what is that? Eight and, uh, eight, 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 and eight, nine. eight and nine, you know, yeah. seven and seven and 10 type mm-hmm. team. They'll yeah. just miss it. Uh, you know, Houston, uh, people got them winning three games. I think they'll win more than that. I think they'll win six, five or six. Honestly. Yeah, I agree. I agree with. I agree with you on that one. Yeah, and then and then Jacksonville will win five or six, and then the tiebreaker will go to Houston. I think that's that's honestly. If you ask my, if you ask me for a a a a record, I couldn't give you a record. I could say they'll win this many games in in the realm in this window. Between this many and this many, you know, right. I don't like doing. Yeah, they're gonna win exactly three games. I'm not doing. It. I don't. I just don't believe in doing it. That's just not me, you know. But uh, yeah, I I just don't see the uh, I just don't see the Colts not winning this division just because it's like, and and they're not a bad team. But let's be honest, the AFC South is the weakest division in the conference. Yes. Yes. As a matter of fact, folks watching at home or on your phones or whatever, the way we decided how we were going to do this, uh, which divisions we were going to do each week, our human encyclopedia over here, Brandon, basically took the the collective records of 2021 of all the divisions because we said we were going to start with the AFC. So we, we found the weakest AFC division based on their win totals from last year. That's how we came up with the AFC South. So <clears throat> they're the weakest division in uh in the AFC. Now, now we're gonna go ahead and go basically by the corresponding uh NFC division. So we'll be covering the NFC South next week. But we're gonna basically we said we we're doing AFC first. So when you hear us talk about AFC teams, we're going from the weakest to the next strongest, to the next strongest, to the strongest. And then we'll just do the corresponding NFC divisions uh, after that. So now it just so happens that the AFC West and the NFC West are the best divisions in their conferences. So those will be the last two that we cover. Uh, But we're going from weak to strong. So if you ever try to figure out, well, when they going to talk about my team, but please watch the show regardless. There you go. Yeah, but – but if you try to figure out well, well when they gonna talk about my team, that's how we doing it. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not a whole lot to talk about, you know. Uh, now, my my question would be, if anything moving forward about the Colts, what would they be able to do in the playoffs? How far would they go? Uh, it depends on who they play. Um, I mean, it's a buzzsaw, no matter where you're going. Actually, you're right because 
you you would be playing. No, wait a minute, hold on. So wait, you wouldn't not, be not to give. Not, let's try not to spoil it and give away who we who our picks are for the other divisions. No, 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 no. no, let's, no. Let's just, for argument's sake, let's talk about who was in the playoffs last year in the AFC. Let's just do that. No, no, wait, but it, but it's not even so much of that because remember, this is a brand new year, and the AFC is is more loaded this year than it was last year. Absolutely, but mm-hmm. I don't want to. Support. You're, You're right. Hold on, right. wait, 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 wait. So that means this: they win the division. They're they probably have the fourth seed, which means they will play the fifth seed. But that fifth seed, the team, whoever that is, it more than likely is going to be better than them. That's my point. So they may not even get past the uh, wild card. I, I don't see it. I see them winning the division, but. I don't see them getting past the wild card, especially let's say if that that fifth that fifth seed comes out the west. Yeah, when that fifth seed comes out of out of uh, 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 the east, you know, I mean, there's there's some teams that we know that are sure fire playoff teams, but then there are some who have made some improvements this off season that could jump right in the middle of things, you know. We don't know what Miami gonna be. We don't. That's true. That's true. Like we don't know if, if if Deshaun Watson get out from underneath these these charges. We don't know what Cleveland gonna be. They got the they got the horses to do something. Listen, the AFC the AFC East is gonna be interesting to watch between the Patriots, Miami, and the Bills. And the Bills, yes, and the Bills, and the Bills. Yes, yes, and the Bills. And the Bills. I mean, you, you probably gotta say the Jets too. That actually that whole division <laughs> might just be the, you can't leave the Jets out. You're absolutely right, uh, Tristan. You cannot leave the Jets out because they got yeah. a good coach and now they actually got some horses. Because you yeah, exactly, them. yeah, they 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 got some horses now. So and and you know to run the risk of uh, you know not really spoiling it. We don't want to talk go in further in depth with our other picks. We want you to tune in so we you can see us make our other picks. You we know if you're in the know in football, you 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 know you're you like okay, these dudes was killing it last year. They probably gonna make the playoffs next year. But there's a few teams that's fringe that's like, yeah, I can see them getting in there, you know. And then there's some teams that are fringe that made it last year, and they may not make it this year. I'm looking at you, Tennessee. You know yep. what? You know what? I wonder if the AFC this year is going to be like how it was. Uh, what year that New England went to uh, went 11 and 5 and still missed the playoffs? You remember that? 2008. Yeah, 2008 because Tom Brady got Tom hurt. Brady, yeah, mm-hmm. Tom Brady tore his knee. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see that happening anymore because now you got you're allowing more teams into the into the uh the playoffs. On and on top of that, you're also uh, you know, you you, you got you playing more games. Well, so, no, no, Eric, Eric, Eric. I was I wasn't saying that. What I was saying is that's how loaded the AFC was that particular oh, year. Okay, I see. You talking about the, just the talent in the yes, the strength of the, the team. Conference. Okay, yeah, okay, conference. I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah. I want I wonder the AFC is going to be. I wonder the AFC this year is going to be loaded like it was. It's pretty much going to be loaded like it was in 2008 because New England went 11 or five and still missed the playoffs. It's gonna be some teams with a win, with winning records that's not gonna make it. It just um, it just might be. It just might be. I think so. Yeah. It is it's gonna be some teams. We're gonna be like, well, wait a minute. They they ten and whatever. They didn't make it. No, they didn't. They didn't make it. No. Yeah. And, and, and the thing <laughs> is, and the thing is that ten win team 
If they win the NFC, they would they will make it. Yeah, because the NFC, I'm just be honest, the NFC is not strong. It's, no. It is not as strong. Hell, the NFC wasn't that strong last year. Okay. No, it wasn't. I don't want to get into I don't want to get into it, but two line two more linemen in Cincinnati walks all over the Rams in the Super Bowl. I just they like they were literally like two players away from winning it, you know. But uh, I would have to, watching the game, I'd have to agree. If yeah. if, if they if he had a better offensive line, Cincinnati and, and not even the whole line. It was like two, I wanna say, uh I wanna say left guard. Yes. And um right tackle. Probably right tackle. Yeah, okay. Left guard and right tackle. Joe Pearl has a left guard, a left guard and a right tackle. They're winning they by two touchdowns. All over the Rams in that yeah. Super Bowl. I'm not, yeah. even, I'm not even gonna lie about that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, because I mean they were proving, hey, we can run the ball. Wait, oh, Jamar Chase is, is eating Jalen Ramsey's lunch. Mm. What happens if Joe Burrow ain't running for his life and he can stand back there in the pocket? Mm. It's really about to get up. He even admitted that Jamar was cooking. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And, and guess what Cincinnati did? Spoiler alert. They went and got Lyman in this offseason. Mm-hmm. Included um, from the Cowboys right tackle, Lyle Collins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a it, – man, hey, man. <laughs> this is going to be fun. We've been oh, waiting oh. a long time. To, to get into talking about these teams with these different divisions. Listen, and, I, am, I am praying to the football guys, just please don't let it, any key players get hurt. Oh, yeah, I, of course. Of course. Man, 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 who you telling? I'm a Niners fan. <laughs> we 2020 is a year that will live in infamy. We set an NFL record for most players on injured reserve at one time. Like, people's we, we, we was running pit players on the field. People call me, hey, man, who is that dude? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know. Because, like, I think we signed him, like, Wednesday. That's <laughs> like, I mean, it was bad, bro. It was bad for y'all. So, yeah, I, hey, man, I don't want to see any, any any significant injuries or anything like that. But No, of um, course not. Um, And I, t- I tell you what, I'm be watching way more AFC games than I've ever have, man. It's going to be entertaining. It'll definitely be entertaining. So, um, with that, um, yeah, we can go ahead and close out the show. We have covered the AFC. I think we'll be a little bit more in depth as we get into the better divisions in football. Yeah, this one, this one was kind of a no brainer. This one was the easy one. <laughs> this, I think there's going to be more debate and more talking when we get into some of these other divisions because some of the teams are so closely matched. Yes. They're, yeah. They're like, oh, well, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, but they got this, but yeah, but they got this, you know. And so, um, our show is short today because we're covering the weekend division in football. If you are a Jaguars, Texans, or Titans fan, I am sorry, but we just I'm keep not. it 100 on here. Yeah, y'all teams did that to y'all. All we yeah. doing, we just speaking facts. Yeah, we don't make the news, we report it. That's it. So, mm-hmm. like, it is what it is. Now, if, so hey. We are men of integrity, though. Like, tell your, team to, tell your team to tell your GMs, your owners, tell them to do better. But we are men of integrity. Hey, look, and if the season starts and Jacksonville just go on a tear and rip off 11 games or something like that, I'll, just, I'll be like, I was I'll wrong. I'll, be I'll come one. on here. I was <laughs> wrong. Dang, yep, 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 yep. 
We're not going to fudge over like some other people doing other other uh, podcasts. I thought, I thought Justin Herbert was going to be average. I had admitted that I was wrong. Yeah, I did. Hey, I look, did. look, look, look. I thought Frank Gore was going to be injury prone coming out of University of Miami. Third all leading. In rushing yards and Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer. So, so yeah, as we close, we can talk about that. Um we have we have some other events that happened in the NFL. We lost a great running back in Marion, the Barbarian Barber, played for the Dallas Cowboys and the uh, Chicago Bears. Cowboy, uh, respect. His family uh, has decided to donate his brain for research to see if he was a victim I mean, of CTE. Yeah. I think so too. Um, that's something serious. And given his playing style, yeah, it could yeah. be. That could yeah. be it. But I, I absolutely detest the Dallas Cowboys, but I respected him. That guy was a closer. If you had the lead in the ball in the fourth quarter, you turn around and hand it to Marion Barber. That was a, that was a W. Yeah, he was gonna close. He's gonna eat that clock up, and he's gonna close the game out. And uh, I mean, violent, violent runner. Yeah, prayers to yeah, his family uh, and his loved ones. It is um, it is sad, it is sad how he died because. Um, what happened was there was water running from his apartment down below. And so the um, neighbor down below called, called for a wellness check. And um, unfortunately he was in that um, tub for a few days. So, um, and uh, so, so as they, now of course they, um, there's no foul play, but um, the way that they um, doing the um, search is um, all, it's all tissue. Mm. So, Mm. um, but um, other um, other football news that we've had, um, we, the we had great some... Frank Gore has finally hung up his cleats. Yeah, he, yeah. Um, Frank oh, Gore retired. Ryan Fitzpatrick retired. Um, Eagles offensive guard Brandon Brooks. Has... Than ever. <laughs> um, Eagles guard Brandon Brooks has retired, and there was a couple more retirements. Uh, shoot, I forgot. Uh, I, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick got like. What did he play like 25 years? What, like, it feel like it, right? I think was it 20? I think he did. It, feel, it felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, did, he did, he did 17, but um, 17? yeah, that's uh, Trisha's favorite quarterback of all time. Sure is. Um, he played one I thought, game. I thought for, Tristan was going, <laughs> uh, he played one game for Washington, got hurt, and then Tyler Haneke pretty much finished the season. Um, yeah. His best season was with the Jets when they the went Jets. ten to six, and I, they didn't resign him. And Todd Bowles um, if, was the head coach. If a box of chocolates was a quarterback, it would be Ryan Fitzpatrick. It'd be Ryan Fitzpatrick. You never know. You never know what you was gonna get from this dude. He would hit you for three hundred yards and four touchdowns one game, and then you would hit him with three interceptions and God knows what the next game. He was a box of chocolates. Mm. Fun to watch. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but uh, talk about going back to talking about Frank Gore because he deserves his due. No, he really I, does. I will never forget as we get ready to close out this show. Uh, I was on social media and I had a friend of mine. Uh, she's a Niners fan, and she posted a picture of Frank Gore and him running the ball or whatever like that. And I was like, "Hey, uh, that's Frank the Tank, baby." Like that, and then some guy comes on. He's Frank the plastic tank. He trash. Da 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 da. This da da da. Yeah. Now this is when he was still with the Niners, but you know, 
I said, you obviously either can't read or can't count because every year he's been there, he's gotten a thousand yards. Thousand yards. <laughs> like, and and he still had a few more years to play in San Francisco. This wasn't like at the end of his time in San Francisco. This he is was like the most consistent player for like seven years. <laughs> he just came in and stole Kevin Barlow's job. And Pretty was much. Like, yeah, yeah. This is my. This is. My I'm job. here now. <laughs> yeah, I'm here now. Thank you. And you know, and I'm sitting up here like, and I don't even remember the guy's name. I was going back and forth with on her. It was her feed, which I don't do that no more. I don't argue on social media no more. It's not worth the time, but. If you're watching, that guy that was saying all of that, I hope you're watching now. He is the third all-time leading rusher. Yeah. He, he, he plastic, though, huh? Oh, he's also third in yards from scrimmage behind yeah. Jerry Rice and Emmitt Smith. Let's talk about the games played. Yeah. <laughs> he's one of – He's one of the most durable running durable. backs. Thank you. Most durable backs. But he plastic, though. I mean, so man. with that, you know, I like history. And, and that's I always hang on that. When I make a take, I say history going to prove me right. I'm just, just wait. I'm kind of like Stephen A. Just wait. And if I'm wrong, I'll be the first person to admit I'm wrong. But I tell you what, I'm more right than I'm wrong. Yeah, man. Frank definitely, definitely deserves a seat in Canton. Absolutely, for sure. Um, Absolutely, and he 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 was five yards away from getting the ring uh, when they didn't call that doggone pass interference on Michael Crabtree because that'd have been Niners at the one. You know, Frank would have got the ball and got it in there. And got so, it in there. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, Frank Gore was a man, man, and and he 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 made. You know what? Frank Gore made Greg Roman. Greg yeah. Roman and make Frank Gore. Frank Gore, man. Greg Roman got the jobs he's gotten now because of what Frank Gore did in his yeah, offense. Yeah, Frank Gore made that all made that yeah. offense look so good. Yeah, sure did. Sure did. Yeah. You had to worry about him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, man. Uh, hats off to Frank Gore in his retirement. And five years from now, we should be on this podcast. Uh, it should be nationally syndicated by that time. That's right. ESPN or something. But five years from now, when Frank Gore goes into the hall like he's supposed to. We'll be able to say, hey, he's a Hall of Fame. First ballot. First ballot. That's all I have. Make sure that you like and subscribe for us on YouTube. We're also on Spotify. We're Apple on Podcast. Google Podcasts. We are also live right now, not just on YouTube, but we're live on Twitter. Um, follow, us on, Twitter. follow us on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are 58 days away from the NFL Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony. Yes. And we'll, be, we'll, yes. we'll do a show on that. We'll talk about that as well, the enshrinement. Oh, definitely. We'll, oh, definitely. Yeah, we'll definitely do a show talking about that. So uh, thank you for tuning in. If you were just watching and lurking and didn't say anything, say something. It's okay. You can say something. We want to interact with our audience. Definitely. Tell a friend about us. We want to have this chat on the side over here just full of people talking. That's what we want to have. And, and we want to spark conversation about the NFL because we love NFL football. And we know there's a bunch of you who love NFL football. And we yeah. want to talk about it. So we're tell, just tell, saying. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your grandma, tell your granddad, tell your uncle, your aunt, your cousin, brother, sister, nephew, niece. <laughs> and, grand and grandchildren. And your grandchildren. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and, and I never and I never that lives across the street that um somebody mute his mic. <laughs>
Brandon, if you want to close out this year. All right, y'all. Um, we out. We see y'all next Tuesday, same time, same place. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace out.